A team is not a team if you don't give a damn about one another. What is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with you? I want him. I want him. What about my son? Melissa died, and I just packed it in. Chicago Cubs. Observant paper coasters. Yeah, nothing says your your uh, your parents-in-law love you more than some cardboard coaster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, these are disposable. You ready? Oh, and uh, I don't know if you can, but the the sound clip of uh, when he's when the Japanese or the Asian guy's leaving on his motorcycle. Tommy, the best of the best, Tommy Lee, and he's like, and Eric Roberts is talking about. He just opened it up and put it all in there. Oh, yeah. And I packed it in there so tight. So, it was a mistake. So tight I could never get out. I just, I just kept packing. It was a mistake. I was wrong. You are wrong. If you could possibly put that sound back. I was... And he's crying. I was wrong. You were wrong. You were wrong. that for the episode. Oh, this is in there. If you could possibly put that soundbite <laughs> in the beginning of the show, I, I will hopefully somewhere at some point. Otherwise, I could probably capture it somehow. Yeah, if, if possible. I, <laughs> I just opened it up and put it in. Huh? My kid got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what? I'm like, what, what, what? I thought he got sick. Not like huh? Not crippled by a car. He's, he's got. He broke his leg, and he's perfectly okay. But by the way, coma, coma, coma. Doesn't. The comas just happen randomly and there's guys, nothing wrong. And every movie where, where there's somebody in a coma, you know, they have, like, they try to simulate that they're on a respirator, but then they just have an oxygen, oxygen cannula. That drives me nuts. <laughs> so if you're on a respirator, I mean, you got a, you're being ventilated. You've got a full mask on your face. We're going to have to redo all this. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about it again. Best of the best right. is worth the yeah. best of our discussion. Chad, you can start all the, right. start the damn show here. All right. Welcome to another episode of the PGP Filmcast. I'm your host, Chad, and with me, as always, is Tom. Uh, I, w- I want that room, the dark room with the shaft of light. And Jerry. And I'm wearing the sweater that uh, Eric Roberts wore at the beginning. Uh, oh, <laughs> the really low kind of V-neck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I look uh, good. <laughs> Do we want beverages? Yeah, I mean, huh? he's a great dad guy. He called this kid at least twice in three months. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, that- buddy. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> I can call him collect from a bar. Yeah, this is your dad, Alex. <laughs> your kid, I gotta go. Fight's going on. Booyah. My really obese karate teammate. Get <laughs> some ass out there. All right, Chad. Hey, coming up to today's episode, obviously we're talking about best of the best in our retro review. I've never seen it before. It was amazing. <laughs> it was an hour and 25 and minutes. Of- also, we have uh, Top Gun versus Iron Eagle. A couple of great 80s movies. There's no contest Fighter. on that one, by the way. No. No. Lou Gossett Jr. just flies <laughs> over his competition. So. <laughs> or rides by them on a dirt bike. And then... Uh, Usually I'm going to do top 10 releases for the month, but there's only 11 releases in January, so we just did them all. Okay. Uh, all right, with you guys. Yeah. Or you did 10. And then the, the oh, Razzie oh, Rez- oh, Award hopeful. Okay. Sorry. Stay, stay was... tuned. Stay tuned, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Will you please pay attention? <laughs> but uh, coming up, uh, we have news. 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 Yeah, news. We're going to do that before the verses. <laughs> and I think it's funny that we switch to the, the once a month show and then... Uh, this is the first time that we've done it in two weeks. Yeah, it's it's more than us to do. So by us saying monthly, it's going to be every two weeks, which works. Which is which is fine with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our loyal listeners. I know one that actually listens. One person. Says Travis. Holly's brother. Yeah. yeah. We, haven't insulted, we haven't insulted him personally. Well, no, we kind of did. 
Well, you guys didn't like uh, Gross Point Blank. Gross Point Blank. Yeah. Oh. And I'll just pull it up. We uh, uh, Joe V, who sent in the list last time, he sent in a defense of his list. Really? Yes. So we heard his fe- apparently hurt his feelings a little bit. <laughs> yeah. One person actually my, listens to this. Particularly show. my discussion of how I believe he had never actually watched um, Booker Banzai in the last fifteen years. Yep. Mm. So, so I, we, when we get to that point of the top ten list, we should read, so, read the rebuttal. So you, you're vulgar and profane on your Magic the Gathering show, and then yeah, and then you must outright I, in, insult our only listener. I brought pudding farts on the last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You, did I show you pudding farts? You didn't show it to me, thank God. But <laughs> have I told you about? Perhaps we could we could look at. You've told me about or it. meatloaf. Maybe farts. we could play it o- over the yeah. air here for our loyal listeners. Yeah. Could you explain pudding farts? It's uh, and also and then related to that, we actually had a, a magic listener emailed that there's actually Brazilian fart porn. If you weren't aware of this, I was aware. Would, have you actually ever watched the videos of it? It's absolutely hilarious. no. I've never watched. It's like the a woman in tight jeans <laughs> farting and another woman smelling it, like right on her butt. That's apparently erotic in some fashion. <laughs> fart, fart pudding, pudding farts is this people, women fart. farting out of food. And if, mm-hmm. I'll show you the video where it's just. I don't need. I don't really I, need I, to I see. I don't really want to see the video. <laughs> it's gross. Chad, get get Chad's to the got news. It on his iPod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, IMAX uh, box office gross was uh, five hundred forty-six million dollars for two thousand. Gross box office. Gross yeah. box office. Yeah. You didn't read it in the correct order. <laughs> that doesn't, that's, that's for all the movies shown in IMAX, that's all they made? Uh, just on IMAX screens. Still doesn't so, seem like that much. It's more than There's double last year, Tom. More than double. That uh, seems even less last year than it did. Well, I that mean, there's be only. Because it's more than double. There's only like <laughs> two to three hundred screens in uh, the U.S. that have IMAX. That's explained by God, I need, I, need, I need two variables here. <laughs> but, anyways, it's big. It's all right. Okay. That's uh, more than double of last year. Yeah, uh, coming in 2011 no, on the IMAX. But you didn't read the next part. Nine of the top ten overall grossing films of 2010 were released in IMAX. Sweet, that's very interesting. That maybe maybe why I made more than double than last year. Hmm. Yeah, coming in 2011, The Green Hornet, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, and Cars 2, and the final Harry Potter movie. I'm excited for three out of the four of those movies. I, I've, I watched uh, Order of the Phoenix the other day. Book and five. Yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie, and you know the la- end fight is really cool with uh, what's his name, Dumbledore, Voldemort. Yeah. yeah, and you know at the end he's invaded Harry's mind. They're going, th- and he's in Harry's mind, and then they go to this one shot where it just it goes him, and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> completely ruined it for me. That's that's like if you ever get to see the first movie of Book Seven when him and Hermione making out in Ron's like. Mad Visions is also that's yeah. a movie for you. Yeah. Everybody giggles like the entire yeah. movie theater. <laughs> it's it's right up there with uh, the uh, Rainmaker. Oh, the holding the picture frame. Yeah, it's a bad movie anyway. But there's always, there's a scene. In that's an all right movie. Yeah, it's a uh, fight, but it's ruined by that by the dad getting up in the courtroom. Yeah, and did I you know Green Mile? Let me get into that. One. <laughs> All right, uh, Jodie Foster and Matt Damon have been cast in Neil Blomkamp's uh, Elysium. Well, that's that's uh, the next movie after District Nine, right? Yeah, we talked. Had a they announced it for the last episode, yeah. basically. So. It's two pretty big, so it's going to be so it's Contact Two. Is what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah Jodie Foster with Matt Damon. Yeah, instead of Matthew McConaughey, it's Matt Damon. Instead of something dropping through, it'll be driving horizontally through something. Yeah. Travel through time. I, I would see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sounds good. See that. Then uh, Prestige Worldwide is working on a rap album. Who's Prestige Worldwide? Step Brothers. 
prestige worldwide. Wide, wide, wide. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yes. Will Ferrell so, and so those guys are they gonna be like in character and they're making a whole album? I guess that's a how weird. Every yeah. time I come, I produce a whole quart. <laughs> <laughs> I could, it'd be kind of fortunately for like any sort of comedy music albums like they're funny once yeah you don't ever like re-listen really to a comedy album so, Weird Al might be the one exception that you can listen to stuff over and over again but yeah. most think of like the old Adam Sandler comedy CDs you're not listening to those I, I'll, I'll listen to like they're all gonna laugh at you track several times they're all gonna laugh at you man. That, that one was funny a few times but and then yeah, I, after Conan O'Brien became famous I went back and re-listened to that album because I knew he was on one of them Oh really? Yeah, I didn't he know was that. the uh, dean of admissions. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that makes me uh, listen to it again. But uh, Tenacious D, the the drive through I listen to pretty <laughs> pretty often. We're all taking our pants off. <laughs> Tenacious D, what? Oh god, uh, the Tenacious D, the drive through. Some, some of the songs are actually pretty good. No, they're okay. I like uh, what's the big Kickapoo? I actually like that song. <laughs> I, don't think, I have not heard Listen Action much Tenacious D, to be honest. Well, it's, it's not great, but I mean, the songs aren't bad. They're kind of funny. All right, last bit of news. Uh, Vico Mortensen and Javier Bardem are in the running to play the gunslinger in Ron Howard's uh, adaptation of Stephen King's The Dark Tower series. Does so, that mean there, there can be only one of those two is going to get yeah. the final role? Yeah. Wow. So Ryan Howard's going to take a movie that's supposed to be scary or maybe edgy and no, this, make it into... This is more like OPM. a fantasy series. Okay. I, I was, I'm trying to think of what I, in my mind I would envision Vigo Mortensen, but that's just personal. Yeah. I think he'd be I never read the it. better choice. But mm-hmm. He has also been in, has Javier Bardem been in like any cowboy movies? Vigo Mortensen's been in quite a few. He's got like Hidalgo, uh, and it's been quite ha- a few. Javier Bardem, the only one I know of is uh, No Country for Old Men. I know oh, he's okay. in a Woody Allen movie. Oh, he seems like kind of too big. Uh, Viggo Mortensen's got a more lean and scrawny guy, which is what I envision for the gunslinger. Yeah. Woody Allen sucks. Thank you. Everybody knows that. You, you've always... Well, he's, he's a pedophile, I mean. He's a pedophile? He's an egomaniac? <laughs> Maybe you just say Jewish, but us. <laughs> and he's <laughs> Jew! <laughs> oh, and by the way... Everyone was given. I didn't realize I had to say that. <laughs> you don't even have to say that. All right. Uh, all right. Top Gun versus Iron, Iron Eagle. Eagle. Iron Eagle! Iron Eagle. Iron Eagle. Top I'm going to say Top Gun is better than Iron Eagle. Top Gun is a better movie. It depends. <laughs> what, what are you watching this movie for? Homoeroticism. Yes. Then Top Gun wins. <laughs> if I'm watching for entertainment, Iron Eagle wins this hands down. Which Just, one do you think has the more realistic flying, like fighter piloting? Iron Eagle. I mean, because he, he almost lost. I'm going to hit the brakes and <laughs> he's going to blow right by yeah. me. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think I that would work. said that. And he almost what? lost to a dirt bike. If you're, like, if a... If a plane is flying at a certain speed and it reverses its thrust. Won't it disintegrate? I don't think it reversed thrust. I thought it just, you know... Went to less thrust. Yeah, less thrust. But it just killed all the thrust. I mean, that's... Yeah, I, don't, I don't think jets can reverse their thrust. Really. That, that, that happened in a, in a plane over Asia. I think it would just rip apart if that happened. It disintegrated. Yeah, that would not be good for it. I think he just lifted the nose and then it flew right by him and then he got behind and shot him with a missile. Really? We spent all that time in the simulator. Actually, I, this now you're making me a question because I really hate a lot of Top Gun. Yeah, that, the I, piano scene. Makes talking me, about Top Gun was not an, It was not about the fighter pilot. It was all about rom- romance and the relationships. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unless Cappy was banging little six-year-old boys. Chappy. Uh-huh. I always call him Cappy. <laughs> My mind is. But Top Gun has a lot more comedic moments now that I've watched Hot Shots about a thousand times. Like, <laughs> but Kelly McGillis is a man. Yeah. 
She is, she is meant to be a man. She looks like a man. I, I can't stop looking at Tom Cruise's teeth. Yeah, because he, he, does he still have monotooth for this for Top Gun? Yeah, yeah. He's got the single tooth. Yeah. Before he got it fixed. Uh, I just, he has a genetic abdomen. Uh, yeah, what is it? His face is fused? Yeah, hollow, mild hollow prosencephaly. Really? Yeah. Fusing of the midline features. You could probably get a few hits on a blog if you posted that. If you wrote about I think it's that. pretty well known. I mean, you really? learn about it in medical school. Yeah, but maybe one in a million people goes to medical school, right? Everybody, yeah, but everybody knows something wrong with Tom Cruise. <laughs> a, because he's really short, and then B, he's crazy. <laughs> There's something not right up there. Yeah, Top Gun is bad. Iron Eagle, I, I just found I think Iron Eagle actually ages better. Cause, but think about who they're fighting. Iron Eagle is actually much more topical right now than Top Gun ever could be. Where, where, where are they fighting in Iron Eagle? Uh, California coast, I think, mostly. <laughs> but what, what were the enemies off the two hours off the California coast? Terrorists. What kind of terrorists? I think Arab terrorists. Arab Bam! Oh, boom. So and you're saying that they should remake Iron Eagle? Yes. Yeah. Iron Eagle, I think it's five is the next one that would be out. But do you think Louis Gossett should come back and reprise the role? Shep. Yeah, he's still alive, right? I think so. Why is he still alive? Yes. I don't think he can just do Morgan Freeman. Nobody can <laughs> tell the difference. Yeah, his tape, I think, <laughs> would, would probably be more inspirational. <laughs> I'm going to switch to Iron Eagle because it's a yeah. crap. It's embarrassing to watch. The filibuster, the filibuster wins. Yeah. It is embarrassing to watch. You, you, yeah, every time you're cringing, sides. like, oh my god. Ugh. Like Jason Gedrick has got to be so embarrassed. I think next time for a retro review, I might do Heavenly Kid. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to do Heavenly Kid. I bet you do Heavenly Kid. I bet it's on stream. You, you had us uh, do Max Dugan Returns already. Heavenly yeah. Kid is a far yeah. more entertaining movie. I hated that movie. Uh, I'm not going to pick like retro reviews that everybody likes anymore. Well, like best of the best. <laughs> well, what about what if I did Heavenly Kid versus versus uh, Soul Man? Rebel Without a Cause. <laughs> I think Tom would hate Rebel Without a Cause more than any movie we've shown. The Heavenly Kid is on streaming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's got to be there for another month. So hopefully, that when we do our next on episode, right now. What did, you, what did you want to have it compete against? I was thinking about Rebel Without a Cause. That's not going to be on streaming. Oh, yes. Ooh, special is. edition. Let's see. Special. All right, so what do you nope. think is more homoerotic, 300 or Top Gun? Top Gun. I can't give you an exam scene 300, but I heard that was supposed to be highly homoerotic. Yeah. It's a tough one. But Top Gun has all the subtle, like... The what are you talking about? He leans over next to the guy. Just give me a hard-on. Whoa, me or the flying or what? The flying, the the teacher up there, yeah. Tom, or what's his name, Michael Ironside. Yeah, Tom, uh, he's a he's an attractive man. Yes, <laughs> Tom says that to me every time we set up the microphone. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me a hard on. Give me a hard on. I love podcasts. He starts talking about pudding farts, and all of a sudden, they all end up in the bedroom together. <laughs> so, so he gets a hard on watching airplanes go by. But what did you think of all the where all the eighties B stars went to die in Iron Eagle? A, they gained weight, uh, and then they beat... Styles, beast. Lamar... Jason Gedrick, I don't think they're much after that. Can you take Lamar as being not gay? I, no, I, no. He, he's I, gay in my mind. Yeah. He wasn't gay in Space Camp, was he? I, it doesn't, he, I think he's only the, gay in Revenge yeah, of the Nerds. Yeah, but it's, he's so gay that it actually makes him gay in everything else I see him in. It's true. Because of his limp versus throwing. So Revenge of the Nerds came after Iron Eagle. But the, I saw Revenge of the Nerds first. <laughs> okay. So chronologically, to me, Lamar is gay. Revenge of the Nerds is a great movie, man. It is a great movie. The first one was just Don't, awesome. don't try to tell me that the second one's good, though. Rent of Paradise is pretty funny. There's no, a not. third even there, right? Of yes, there is. Yeah. And there's a fourth. Because uh, Ogre kind of became more of the star somehow for the later ones. Yeah. 
He becomes a nerd at the end of the second yeah. one. All right. He hits right. him at the end of the first one. Yeah, he didn't actually convert until two. <laughs> Do you want to take uh, ten through six, Tom? Sure. January. This first one. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go home and watch Top Gun again. This first one doesn't sound good at all. Number ten is from Prada to Nada. Two spoiled, <laughs> <Shopping jihad. laughs> Two spoiled sisters are left penniless after their father's sudden death, forcing them to move in with their estranged aunt in East Los Angeles. Oh, is this like born in East LA, but like the white chick version? It must be, but I don't okay. think she gets deported. Oh, that's too bad. That's <laughs> that, January 28th. Yeah, that's the end of the month. Oh, boy. I'll be yes. back in time for that one, thank God. You bet. Number nine is The Company Men, starring Ben Affleck and Tommy Lee Jones. A drama centered a year in the... A drama, centered on a year. Yeah, there we go. A drama centered on the year in the on lives of three businessmen who look to what's next in their lives after being laid off by their company. That sounds horrifically boring. Yeah. January 21st sounds boring. And is Ben Affleck going to do pull-ups in it at any point? I hope so. With shirt, without a shirt on. He better not be wearing a shirt. I kind, of, I kind of fell in love with him after watching Armageddon. I rewatched Armageddon and I kind of like him again. He's, like really good Ar- he's really good in Armageddon. Oh, I hate that movie. How can you not like Armageddon? Uh, Armageddon's good, but he's not good in that movie. Oh, I know, but he's, but he's in such a good movie it makes me like him more. Because Armageddon's fantastic. There's Tyler's cross-eyed. She is horrible. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying anything about it, but just remember Armageddon, they had the music video, the Aerosmith music video, mm-hmm. and she's, like, rubbing in her dad's face in the music video. It's really disturbing. Yeah, I was it's... like, but they, they knew they were father, daughter at that point, right? Were they, him and her? Yeah. Steven Tyler yeah. and Liv Yeah, because she didn't know that for a long time. That she really? That, I, I didn't think so. I, I don't know about that, but... Do <laughs> you think maybe they... They humped. I thought so. I mean, it came out really uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was like in the Aerosmith music videos and stuff when she was like seventeen or something. Yeah, her and yeah. Alicia Silverstone. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I thought they, she did not know that she was a progeny of him at that point. Hmm. We'll have to look this up Wikipedia because I swore that she did not know that what her parentage was. I'll defer to you. Side. You read us weekly, so I will defer to you on these questions. When you guys are reading, I'll try to look that up. So I thought. It was Armageddon's really good movie. <laughs> Number eight, The Right, R-I-T-E, starring Anthony Hopkins. A thriller centered on a disillusioned American seminary student who attends exorcism, what? exorcism school at the Vatican and has encountered with demonic forces. That sounds so much better by the time I got to the end of that discussion. I like, I like that. Yeah, we're all going to go see that one. I'm not. You guys yeah. have a good time. I've seen the preview about 15 times over the last month. They actually have. I'm getting a Constantine school. vibe. I'm getting Constantine vibe. That's a good thing. It's not going to be like Constantine at all. There's not going to be like a dragon There's, fire gun. No, no, it's not a. It's a very serious uh, about like basically like The Exorcist. Oh right, okay, yeah, more like yeah. that. That's not. I don't think that's the best way to kind of show these sorts of movies. I think it's better if it's a little campy. Seven Barney's Virgin, starring Paul Giamatti, who may be on some lists. <laughs> Impulsive and irascible TV show producer Barney. Panofsky reflects upon his life's successes, failures, and its greatest mystery. From his three and his great mystery, from the three, <laughs> trouble <laughs> from his three marriages to his doubts with the bouts with the bottle, doubts, and, doubts with the bottle. What does that mean? Does he mean? Do you just have a stroke? <laughs> what does it mean if he's doubting the bottle? That, that, that doesn't sound right. I don't know. I just copy and paste. This bouts with the bottle imply he's an alcoholic. Okay. Do you have bouts with infidelity, though? What kind of infidelity are you having? Yeah, well, you shouldn't. You don't doubt infidelity, either. You're kind of... In- Personal doubts. Yeah. Personal doubts about women and booze. And then to the unsolved disappearance of his best friend, Boogie. Boogie. I've read the book. It's, the book's good. Oh. I didn't even know it was based off of one album. Yeah, it's uh, Mordecai Richler. That 
You're speaking now. You look sound like you had the stroke. It, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just combining names. I, uh, I, I saw the uh, the preview, and it didn't look like the best part of the book is when he's like an expatriate in, in Europe. But it's got a really good good twist ending. But it, don't ruin it. Is it, so you're saying Barney's actually his own best friend, Boogie? Or is Boogie made up like no. a beautiful mind? It's got a twist ending that was actually used in a different movie. Back to the Future? Is it time? Is it a time yes. travel movie? Yes. Okay. Something's got to be done about your kids, man. <laughs> your daughter marries a black man. No. <laughs> so we're okay with that. Six, The Way Back. A young military officer leads an escape from a hellish gulag in a Soviet-occupied Poland during World War II. Making a pact with six companions, the group embarks on a daring mission across Asia to hopefully safety in India. January twenty first. Yep. Hmm. That's uh. Is there is there a, is there a that's a limited release? Is there a non hellish gulag to be in? <laughs> no, that's a nice. It's fairly gulag. entertaining, relaxing gulag. There's a medium security gulag that uh, <laughs> has tennis courts, uh, pools. Not a bad gulag to be honest with you. <laughs> and I have let's see, number five, beautiful. I'm guessing is that what that is, right? Yeah. Starring Javier Bardem, Uxbal is a dour man, but a devoted husband and father who. Thanks to his ability to read the minds of the recently deceased, ekes out a living in Barcelona. Yep, I think Javier Bardem just lost the right to uh, <laughs> the gunslinger. Yeah, to be the gunslinger. Yeah, that is that kind of. They're, they're going for awards in this one. This next one, I'm sorry, number four is going to be bad. So number, bad. Number four. I've I've been telling you this guy Seth Rogen sucks for a while. Screen Hornet yeah. starring Seth Rogen. Directed like by Michael Gondry. Being like an action star. A newspaper publisher by day and mass crime fighter by night, the Green Hornet and his martial arts expert sidekick, Cato, fight crime while trying to keep their true identities secret. Do you see the weird kind of cross promotion with Mythbusters where they tested yeah, this, this movie? And none uh, all of them not, were just a horseshit and made me not want to watch the movie. <laughs> I was like, why did they clearly knew these weren't going to work because they filmed the show? Like, why did they release that episode of Mythbusters? So it looked until after the. And that is coming out January yeah. 14th. Yeah. And beautiful is January twentieth. Yeah, my favorite one was the uh, when they get trapped, like they're getting buried underneath, and they blow up the car basically, and, and they shoot its missiles to like shoot off. They like dug out a trench. They got the Green Hornet car like tipped upside down in it, filled it with dirt, and then parked a like a huge oh, excavator uh, or something, a yeah. bulldozer. And supposedly they launched the missiles to, like blow the dirt up so they could escape, and they tested that, and it just. There was nothing left of the car. It didn't move anything. It just the dirt just kind of went up and down, and the entire car was destroyed. <laughs> Guess that didn't work. <laughs> and next we have the dilemma, starring Vince Vaughn, Kevin James, directed by Ron Howard. The comedy centered on a guy who struggles with whether or not to tell his best friend that his wife is having an affair. I like, I like I like Kevin James. I like Kevin. You James. do. I, I haven't seen enough of him to really form an opinion. Vince Vaughn, I go back and forth on, but sometimes he can be funny. Sometimes. Number two, The Mechanic, starring Jason Statham. Oh, boy. An elite That's assassin takes on an apprentice who has a connection to one of his earlier targets. He's January got, 28th. He's got a little typecast. It's an assassin of some sort. An assassin, a driver. But in Driver, he's kind of like an assassin. Yeah. He's like an assassin bodyguard. Was it The Transporter? Yeah. Assassin bodyguard. I haven't liked the movie he's been in since... Uh, Lock, stock, and two smoking guns. Assassin. The first uh, Transporter was really good. Assassin. I doubt it. You doubt it. I doubt it. Bruce Transport, I mean, is a good action movie. He's a good action star. Season. He's like the John claude Van Damme and his I know, and in five years people are going to be laughing at him, calling him a pitiful sad sack. But I like how they just, the movies are always the something, like the job, like the milkman, the mechanic. The transporter. The transporter. 
The baby killer. Uh, what's the one where he has to keep his heart going? Crank. Crank. That's not the crank. It's not the crank. <laughs> that, would sound, <laughs> that sounds kind that of was an entirely different movie. <laughs> Number then we have season. Ah, this one's gonna be so good. Season of the Witch, starring Nicolas Cage, Crusader Bayman, and his comrade in arms Felsen. That means ret- banging each other. <laughs> return from years of battle to find their homeland decimated by the plague. Capital P. <laughs> to appease members of the church, the duo agree to transport an, acu- an accused witch to a remote abbey, where monks hope that a ritual will end the pestilence. January 7th. I, I'm going to be there for that one. It's going to be great. Hey, That's tomorrow. going to rape this shit out of her. <laughs> Chad, you want to do the Razzie? Uh, the Razzie Award hopeful. No Strings Attached, starring Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Oh, Chad, is this, is this tearing you up? Huh? She's, she's, she's about to get the ash in her. Yeah, that's just terrible. Scrumly portrait. <laughs> the comedy centered on casual friends, Adam and Emma, as they try to keep their relationship strictly physical. <laughs> is he take sex pictures with a cannon? What the hell? What, what, what camera is he always hawking? Uh, the Nikon or whatever. Nikon. Nikon yeah. Cool Picks. Yeah. Which is what I have. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll work. That's what you're telling me. Yes, I bought it because Ashton Kutcher told me to. <laughs> I thought so. He's have you got you guys seen the trailer for this, right? Yes. I have not. It's on oh. TV a lot. It's really bad. The, Natalie Portman. It's really bad. She plays a uh she's a whore. Not at the fellowship. What do you do before the fellowship? Residency? Residency. And she's in a residency and she wants a a fuck buddy basically. <laughs> and well, that's pretty much her. the only thing he's really good for. Yeah. So the only thing she's good for. So yeah. she's too frail and gross. Well, she went to like. What, is she the one that went to Harvard or something? Yeah, Supposedly. she went to Harvard. She's in Mensa. Sweet. Well, was, was it Gina Davis? <laughs> I'd like to blow up her fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and because uh, she doesn't have enough time, so she doesn't want her traditional boyfriend. She just wants. Yeah, she just wants somebody to drive the car into yeah. the bridge to end, to end it all. That has uh, ludicrous in it. Too, sucks. So. Really? Yeah, ludicrous. <clears throat> I did not know that. Yeah, he's in it. I may go see he's it. One, he's one of his uh, friends. Seems like an odd. I'm not sure how much she reviews her movies, but it seems like she's overall had fairly good taste in what she takes before this. Huh? Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars is an excellent movie. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't help it at all. No, she did not. She was terrible. No. But in general, I can't say, I mean, V for Vendetta. It seems like quite a few movies she's been in have been, I would uh, say, but I'm still on the Star Wars thing. <laughs> what, what exactly I was trying to get past it when the fight breaks out. <laughs> Yeah, but even, yeah, even he's gonna beat you to death with that lazy Susan right there. Yeah. Does that thing just lift off? It rolls, bitch. Is that a new purchase? You, you want some uh, flavored crystal meth? <laughs> there you go. I'm alright right Candy? Now. Candy? Yeah. It is not broken glass, I promise you. <laughs> Here, have some. Yeah, have some. Alright, that's it for uh, releases in uh, January, so ready to do. Uh, Retro review of Best of the Best. Oh, I, I sadly really enjoyed watching this movie. Oh, it was a great movie. It's, well, it's kind of like watching Iron Eagle. It's like you're going back to the 80s and it's kind of nice. You're kind of embarrassed the whole time though, for them. Everybody. I'm embarrassed by Eric Roberts' hair. <laughs> I'm embarrassed I'm by the movie. V-neck sweater. And, and the fact that he, he is the biggest pussy on earth in this movie. He's never he's not crying. He's, he's, he, but he's a badass in the ring, though. Man. He's crying in He's the He's an emotional too. man. This is his shoulder was all fucked up. They had to like pop it back in and he hobbled in there and still kicked the guy's ass. <laughs> that's what you get when you train yeah, that. The, that's what you get when you train the room of the, the mirrors with the... That's the number one ranked karate man 
in the whole world. Oh, okay. Well, A, you've hit on my first pet peeve with this movie. Up for the first hour and some minutes of this movie, they're a karate team practicing karate in a karate <laughs> tournament with a karate coach. They get to the tournament. It's not a karate tournament. It's fucking like taekwondo, <laughs> judo, anything but karate was mentioned about this tournament. <laughs> I have just like, what up, hands in the air. I'm like, yep, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they're going to fight. And Travis Brickley? Yeah, well, his Apparently, pop- he knows no karate or any type of martial art whatsoever. Well, that's why I mean, like, he seemed the most appropriate for the tournament because it came out to be like mixed martial arts in the end. Yeah, but, for but, the most part, yeah. Well, his special ability was to be able to train hard for three months and not lose any weight. That's his special power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to fill us in uh, on the... Uh, yeah, Best of the Best came out on November 10th of 1989. <laughs> so just made the 80s. It was very close. Do, am I reading 19- the domestic... Uh, domestic box office was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's harsh. That is the lowest I've ever seen. 1,700,000. Oh, man. That's and all of it was Chad going to see it over and over again <laughs> six years old. I didn't see it in the theater. That doesn't even no. cover... No. How did you theory. end up seeing it in the, at all? Huh? Uh, Sean had it. Okay. That doesn't even cover like, the cost of their jackets in that movie. Yeah. Sean had it. We watched Jean-Claude Van Damme movies in Best of the Best. So. And then like that pressure sensor that they used when Tommy, yeah. Tommy destroyed it. He destroys him. it. He blows up the computer with well, it. Well, he, 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 <laughs> he stopped holding back, Chad. He yeah. stopped holding back. He actually blew, blew up the computers a bit. It just takes, kicks, kicks Virgil right in his vagina. Right in that vagina. Yeah, Virgil did not impress in the tournament, did he? Well, no, how he, did they he pick has, he got beat eleven to two. Yeah, it was like Shaggy from Scooby Doo being in a karate tournament. <laughs> and he was supposed to be some sort of comic relief in there too. Oh, he was funny. I thought he was supposed to be kind of more like not the straight man, but like the smart man. And he was he was Buddhist and he had philosophy. His little silver balls. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> He's a shitty at karate. All right. Uh, directed by Robert Radler, who was who's also directed the Substitute Three the video. <laughs> And uh, he was also a director on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers TV series. I, when it first came out, I slightly enjoyed that TV show. I'll admit that. Then, Mainly uh, for the Pink Rangers. <laughs> the story was by the star, Philip Ree, Tommy Lee. Really? Yeah. Tommy he, Lee he wrote came, it? He didn't write it. He he came up with the story. I, mean, I want to be on a motorcycle, crying and driving away. Yeah, the, Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna dream about ice cream cones for half of the <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Paul Levine. And he, uh, his other major credit was a uh, Skinamax movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what's with? Could just, huh? And no older brother is gonna be like, oh, here, have my happy. Oh, you're talking movie. about the very like what? The very movie turns him back. Yeah, what yeah. kind of brings him back? Station wagon. Seeing the older brother give the younger brother his half-eaten diseased ice cream cone. Oh. He's very emotional when uh, the young. The younger brother uh, <laughs> drops. It's like, oh, yeah, that cat. He looked like Data from for short round. From, <laughs> and then, then, Jones. then the older brother hands the ice cream cone, and then the biggest smile. Did in the you world. guys think he was in like run up and like pick up the ice cream cone for him, and then get arrested for like being a pedophile? That's where he was in some uh, run up and like comfort the child. Well, I thought maybe he was going to kill the older brother so the kid would have a reason. I thought he was just going to kick him. His, his, his chest would just explode. <laughs> <laughs> the car would short circuit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, my 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 favorite uh, part is of don't course. Don't do the, it! No! Is the no uh, no <laughs> Tommy no <laughs> no <laughs> Moonlight Graham Moonlight Graham no 
Yeah, James Earl Jones turns in one of the poorest performance. Yeah, what are you talking about? He was fantastic. People aren't people are aware he of this. Was, he was great as Coach Cuso. Well, let, read, read the story this week and tell right. people what James Earl Jones was doing in a karate movie. A team from the besides <laughs> eating. This is my team. <laughs> A team from the United States is going to compete against Korea in a Taekwondo tournament. Which no. Korea? Which Korea? I don't care. <laughs> it's South Korea. The flag is South Korea. I, uh, that's what I said. But I spent half the movie. I thought they were going to fly to North Korea for the tournament. I thought it was being very exciting. And then was, I'm like, oh, Seoul, that's boring. They would let Eric Roberts into North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> the team consists of fighters from all over the country. Can they overcome their rivalry and work together to win? Under, under, under the expert karate coaching of James Earl Jones, <laughs> who didn't, besides yelling, did nothing in that movie. Yeah. He didn't give them any tips. They didn't have a throwaway line that he was a former uh, karate. Like, yeah, Ahmad Rashad says it. Yeah, yeah. Ahmad did that blow your mind? All of a sudden, I'm like Ahmad Rashad. <laughs> what the hell is he a doing in Korea? <laughs> and B, and B announcing a Taekwondo slash Judo slash non karate. That is apparently nationally covered in the United States, and yeah. everybody is. And his description of no, the different no. kicks. Oh, that was an excellent roundhouse heel kick to the face. Yeah. The only uh, people that they show watching it is one, one bar. bar. One bar. And there's like eight people. That was like look, the, and that was mostly like the hometown bars. They all were yeah. really excited when Eric Roberts got on. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It was his uh, auto plant buddies. Oh, is that where they What's the auto plant beginning for? In Portland? Yeah, in <laughs> Portland. <laughs> he's supporting his kid, man. Yeah, he's working. Hey, he lives with... And I don't, I'm but not sure if... That was mom or grandma. Like that was mom, his, that was his, his wife mom. was dead. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was grandma. To yeah, that was talked about yeah. extensively. That was actually Nurse Ratched from uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. They could kill us. <laughs> but uh, he was really kid. excited about that kid on a bike, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna cry. It's real, it's real. He was emotional. He was near to me. And he's buff as when he. I imagine him almost crying when he's doing his sit-ups and everything, just, like, being emotional about that. I packed it in. I, I packed, packed it in, in so hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I made a mistake. You are making a mistake. <laughs> it is, yeah, this, this is the emo- most emotional I've ever seen. Eric uh, Roberts. You know, he's, uh, I was moved. So he's in celebrity rehab now with Doctor Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. About, I, uh, Taekwondo, or <laughs> I, I, I would argue he's not a celebrity. Is, is he, he related is, to Julia Roberts? The Dark Knight. <laughs> is he related to Julia? Yeah, Roberts? it's his brother. I didn't know that. Yeah, pretty sure. That's a handsome family, then. <laughs> I think she's she's ugly. That's why I call her handsome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, starring Eric Roberts as Alex Grady. 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 Thanks. This is the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> he's got a bum shoulder. We don't want him. Then, we can't um, win without Alex. Can't win without Alex or Tommy. Or Tommy. Yeah, fuck yeah, you can't win without Tommy. There was no he's question that Tommy was getting kicked off the team. It, they were never going to kick Tommy off. Well, he's the best. Pl- he's like their best person by far. Yeah, he's like Lawrence he broke, Taylor. He broke the fucking computer. He did break it, and he easily could have killed the other guy with his <laughs> well, yeah, if, if super kick. If you're testing how hard people kick, here, hold this small seat cushion off my... Uh, Shabai! And just stand there and let him kick you in the stomach. Sorry, All right, continue. Uh, Chris Penn as uh, Travis Brickley. That's, well, that's uh, the wedge. The, that's no, the wedge. Very un- no, unorthodox. It, the, it's known as the ridge hand. The ridge Mine. hand. Sorry. <laughs> Very unorthodox, Chad. <laughs> I should have had that as trivia. Uh, then John Dye as Virgil Keller. Pussy. And then David Agresta as Sonny Grasso. 
And James Earl Jones is Frank Cuso. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Sounds very Italian for a large black man. And then uh, Sally Kirkland as Catherine Wade. Yeah, she, she, was, she, she was annoying. She was very helpful. She, she knew about Eastern culture. She did know about Eastern philosophy and medicine yeah. and to being oneness. Yeah. Like, I, that's the one time I actually agreed with Travis that she was full of shit. <laughs> but everything she said. <laughs> I did like her ability to destroy like 800 cement blocks even though she weighs about 5 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you go like this and really be at peace, you're breaking like 8 blocks. Chad, you skipped Travis Brickley. No, I said Chris Penn. Chris Penn? Is he dead? No. Or... No, he's alive. I think he's alive. I think he's dead. Last time Chad checked his basement. Then <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon Ree as uh, Dehan. Dehan. Dehan Park. I Simon Ree was Dehan Park. That's the bad guy. Yeah, Simon Ree. That's uh, Philip Ree is Tommy Lee. Oh, okay. I believe they're brothers. But oh, they're brothers in real life. I, I don't know. They have the same last. That name. would be awesome. And oh, that's even deep. That's deep. He killed his brother in the movie. Yeah, and he's nearly killed by you know, his brother at the end. Yeah. I don't they know if they sure become that brothers from a different though. mother. They could have just the same last name, but <sighs> I, I, love, I, I love the eye patch. Uh, that does make yeah, the eye patch. Yeah. At first, uh, the first uh, he's the that, most dangerous man in uh, Taekwondo, and he's yeah. the only one that could stand directly under the waterfall during training. Yeah, he was <laughs> toughest. Yeah, he was usually first when standing in the snow, running through the snow, and then standing without a shirt underneath the waterfall. Apparently the Koreans are way ahead <laughs> The Koreans of were really training. excited about the kid riding on the bike, too, because they were standing at the exact same pose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Eric Roberts is a fucking woman in this movie. He is. He's got long hair. He's a woman. <laughs> IMDb uh, gave a 5.8 out of 10 user rating. That's strong. I'm surprised I got that. Uh, no, like, nostalgia average, is about, average is about 8. I mean, we've never had one, like, below 5. My kid got hit by a car. You leave off the team. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I took the first flight back. <laughs> well, really? Uh, he just went went there and took the first flight back. Really? He woke up. He just fucking ditch him. Nice, <laughs> nice dad. Yeah. Well, you flew him here. I'm for Clemt. <laughs> he was for Clemt half this movie. <laughs> would would it be safe to you know he's in a coma then? Within three days, fly to Korea. Well, if it's a coma not related to any sort of injury. That is actually a good point. I probably would be doing an international plane flight after some sort of horrific car accident. <laughs> <laughs> or sorry, he was hit by a car on his bike. <laughs> Did you notice when he got the phone call, too, he didn't really react to the phone call? He just kind of hung up until somebody asked him what was going on? What no. He just got hit by it. I'm like, what? You were just like, hey, what's up? My well, phone's for you. Yeah, okay, good. I always regret feeling your bubble. What do you think, Trav's move uh, when it's like, Phone for you. Get, Get it. it. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> uh, Leonard Moulton, uh, zero stars. It was bomb, according to Leonard Moulton. That's harsh. I, I it's totally not a good disagree. one. I enjoyed watching it, though. Enjoyed <laughs> and, anybody out there who watches it, you will enjoy it. It's, it's actually really funny. Huh? Four out of five stars. That was a four-star movie. I, how would I give it? Two. Two, two. two out of five stars. It's a terrible movie, but I did enjoy watching it. Boy, it I'm, trying, back, I'm trying to be honest with that. It brought back a lot of childhood pain of having Chad put this movie in every day for like a hundred straight do, days. Can we do half uh-huh. stars? Are there, is yeah. Pretty much an entire summer. You can do negative stars if you want. You no, can do I'm, whatever you I'm want. asking because I would like to give it three and a half stars. I can't say four. I think that's a little high. I that's, watched this for an entire summer, like every day. 
four is only over yeah. reserved for like Big Mama's House two. Big Mama, Big, Big Mama's House three will be probably five stars. <laughs> Big Mama's House one was three, two was four, three will be five stars. All right. What, yeah. was, what was the final score of the? Uh, 33, 30, 30, 30, 33, 32. 32. Yeah, in favor of South Korea. And uh, where is Travis Brickley from? Miami, Florida. Yeah, but he was always wearing a cowboy hat, which yeah. confused me to know. To know where were they all? Where were they all from? Sunny Grasso. Yeah. He was from he was Detroit. Detroit. Sunny uh, from Detroit. Uh, Tommy Lee was from San Fr- Fresno. Fresno, Fresno California. Yeah. Fresno. Eric Roberts or sorry, Alex Grady. Alex Grady. Yeah, he's from uh, Portland. Portland. What about Virgil? Virgil. He's from Rhode Island. Yeah, Providence, Rhode Island. Providence, yeah, Rhode Providence. Island. Providence. Yeah, you're right. So you have not lost your. your that one I didn't remember. Answer. I knew all of them besides because I just didn't like his character. I just I he every time he was in a it. scene, I just didn't even see him. He just disappeared because he didn't matter. Did you? He's in the second one too. I, I watched the first like twenty minutes. There's a the sequel second. to this. Is that on streaming? There are four best of the best. I didn't know that. <laughs> best of the best. I've seen the first two. Are they all on streaming? Uh, first two are. Ooh. Best of the best. Two best of the best two is awesome. It's got Wayne Newton in it. It has Wayne Newton. <laughs> oh. uh, and it has to be a young Wayne Newton. It's a fr- no. It's he's probably middle aged. I didn't realize. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he'd be like a competitor. No, I'm, I'm talking Don Shane Wayne Newton. Oh, okay. I was thinking Wayne Brady. Uh, Patrick Kilpatrick, uh, the Sandman from uh, the Van Damme movie. Oh, he's in there. He he's in Best of the Best too. Is he an evil? Has to be an evil guy. I'm assuming. Yeah, he's an evil henchman. I thought maybe he which was going to be which Van Damme movie. Uh, the 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 one that we did the versus Death Warrant. Yeah, when oh. he's in prison. He's the Mountie who is undercover in the U.S. <laughs> is he Brax's? No, no, he's he's one of Brax's uh, henchmen. Oh, that was okay. Brax's first movie. Brax. Brax. Then uh, Eric Robertson too. Eric Roberts, Chris Bannon. All in two, yeah, and, oh, okay. and the so, kid in the in best of the best is in the second one also. It's the same kid. Miss Wade was in a Van Damme movie too, wasn't she? I think she the was. Tiger, what was it? Well, God, Lionheart. This movie had to have been no, more I don't somewhere. Think so. That's the one where he's uh, underground, like fights in garages and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, she's in that. And as what? She's she's the sexy bad woman who owns who brings in the oh, fighters. I don't know. I think that might be somebody else. We have to do a little research. You want to head here. up uh, Lionheart on uh, IMDb and see if Sally Kirkland was in it? Sure. I, I was. I'm kind of starting to question like how much this movie made. I don't see how they would made a sequel to a movie that made 1.7 million dollars. But it did Chad amazing amounts of uh, video sales. Chad rented it one million times. Have you seen this movie more than you've seen Star Wars? That's a good possibility. I think you have because uh, I watched it quite a bit. <laughs> When I was a kid. It was a good... It was before I got into Star Wars. Yeah? It was a good year that you watched this movie over and over. Oh, again. yeah. I watched this, Best of the Best 2, uh, pretty much any Van Damme movie from 85 to 90. <laughs> this is what came after your brave little... Chad was very young at this point. But yeah, I was about Chad was six when old. this movie came out. Okay, we got Lionheart with Van Damme. What actress are we looking for? Sally Kirkland. It's not coming up on the main ones. Look up uh, Lionheart. Full, full cast. I, that's how I'm on right now. I was. I'm doing full cast and crew though. Yeah, it, it's not her. She looks similar, but it's not her. There's no Sally Kirkland. And uh, last, uh, last. Uh, what are Coach Cuso's two rules? Never be rules. late. Yeah. And go always give your best. No. Function as a team. Was the oh, second rule. No. No. All no. Is never be late. No. <laughs> Don't be late. Don't be late. Just Don't ever to... be late. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Why didn't you get yourself laid? You, judging by the high standards of the woman, that's not very likely. Very unlikely. No. No. (laughs) He does that when they're all about to get laid. (laughs) No. 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 Poor choice. Tell me no. (laughs) Who did the casting? I I need him as a karate coach. Maybe maybe Tommy or Phil Ree knew him. Maybe they're buds. It's possible. All right, uh, that's it. Uh, we gotta let uh, what was his name? Defend his list. Yep, I'm pulling up uh, Joe Vilgos here. Title of the email is "Defending My Top Ten Action Comedies List." <laughs> this is from our last show, which you've all yep. probably listened to several mm-hmm. times. This first, I have in fact seen Buckaroo Banzai within the past six months. As for the inclusion of Buckaroo Banzai and Crank: Colon High Voltage. I added them because I'm entertained by their ridiculousness. So they're mostly on the comedy side of action comedy. So. That's fine. I, I, never, I didn't question his uh, motivation. I was, I was when I called Tom, out. You're the one who said he hadn't watched Bakaru Banzai. I still stand by it because that movie is not entertaining in any fashion. I don't like it. Did he send it in another list? Or? No, we didn't have any lists. But we're, uh, also, we're also recording this quite promptly. Uh, really quick, yeah. I don't know if Scott listens anymore. He's a kid. He's always on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> he plays a lot of Xbox. Yeah, his gamer score is very impressive. Well, I, I'm greatly enjoying Fallen New Vegas right now. I'm greatly enjoying MLB 2K10. It was fun. Who wants to go first? Top ten ugliest actors or actresses? I, can go. I, I don't go first. All that are good actors. And mine are not in order from like any particular order. I forget these are just ten ugly actors. I have, mine's I'm like that for my first nine, and my number one is definitely the ugliest. All right, number ten, I have Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's ugly. You cannot argue that. Yeah. And he's an excellent actor. I just that's where it got tough. Like when I first started doing this, I was tweeting on just ugly actors and actresses, but not ones that necessarily were any good. Yeah. Number nine, I have John C. Riley. Yep, he will be on another. He list. is a fucking gorilla. He is an ugly, ugly man. Yeah, yeah. He, he actually he's got like a huge brow ridge, and yeah, he is <laughs> rough looking. Number eight, Bill Murray. Well, I don't know. Younger yeah. Bill Murray was... I wouldn't call him... Really? Ugly. Think of, like, Stripes era. You call that attractive? Yeah. He's not on my list, so... I was thinking... It was either I, him... I'm all, not going to say that you can't have All of the list. Ghostbusters I was going to put on here, but I decided to go with one of them. <laughs> Harold say, Ramis is ugly. I, he's probably the most attractive of all of them, though. Dan Aykroyd is ugly. He's ugly, yes. Number seven, I'm Paul Giamatti. Yep, he is, a, he is ugly. He's an ugly man. Number six, Diane Weist. How, where would I know her from? She's the short-haired mom from Parenthood. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. She's ugly. Give me that one. Number five, Gene Hackman. Young Gene Hackman, though. I thought he was supposed to become a sexy guy. I don't think he's horrible looking. I'm, I'm, pulling, I'm pulling up pictures of young Gene Hackman. I don't know. I'd fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've Num- got a hard on. <laughs> got a hard on about Gene Hackman. Number four, Walter Matthau. Good list. Wow. If you type Young Gene Hackman into the Google bar, it gives you suggestions of Young Gene Hackman photos and Young Gene Hackman. Go photos. He's kind of a good looking guy. What? That's not good looking. Not sure that that even Gene Hackman. Yeah, it is. I'd say not, I'm going to say not terrible. What's the one with the, the blonde hair down there? What the hell is that? That's this one? In the bottom oh, that, corner. No, that's from uh, Birdcage. Birdcage, yeah. When you, they dress him up as a woman. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Number, uh, I said number four, Walter Matthau, right? Yeah. He is an ugly, ugly... He looked melted <laughs> even before he was dead. Number three, I just said this because she, she's not that attractive. Emma Thompson. She is not pretty. Is it ugly, ugliest? She's, she, but she's not like movie starlet pretty by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Yes. All right. Number two, Pete Postlethwaite. He's, He's dead. dead. Is he dead? Yeah, he died like three days ago. 
Really? Who's mm-hmm. who's really, really ugly. Who is that? <laughs> uh, he's been in a lot of movies. Uh, he was uh, he was Kobayashi in Usual Suspects. Do you see The Lost World Dress Part Two? Yes. He's the big game hunter. <laughs> okay. Has kind of a sunken in cheeks. Uh, I'm pl- I'm playing because I need I want to see a picture of Pete Postlethwaite. Once you see him, you'll recognize him. I have no idea how to attempt to spell that name. There you are, Pete. Ah, oh, Pete. Uh, yes, I recognize him immediately. And he's a good actor. He's good. Yeah, he's, he, good. he's excellent. He's dead now. He's dead. That's he died bad. just a couple days ago. Of what? He's young. Yeah, he was only sixty-four. Yeah, he died January second, twenty eleven. Of what? They usually put in how? Well, it's not. I just saw that he was dead. Click on more on the. Uh, Keeps gonna be filming. On his see full bio. Click on there. Just be a photo of him hanging, on dead on the toilet. Cancer. Maybe, yeah. Did you make your list on January 2nd? Oh, yeah, there you go. No. <laughs> Thank God I made it today. That is a tragedy. He was good, though. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he has been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, Chad? All right, Chad, All right. Uh, number 10, I have Rhea Perlman, just because uh, she's by far the ugliest actress I've ever seen. And the slut and everything she's in. Yeah. She I, don't, I don't really think she's a very good actress, but I couldn't really leave her off the list because she's... It's just incredible that she's famous. Well, you got to put her husband. You got to put slash Danny DeVito. <laughs> Did you find it easier? He's on my runner-up list. <laughs> I found it a lot easier to pick ugly male actors than ugly female actors. Yeah, yeah. I had, I when I first did my list, I had like I had one woman out of like twenty men. Yeah. I, I go every I other. I got five and five. So, so number Good nine for you, John C. Riley. He's going to be. He may be the trifecta. <laughs> of those uh, number eight, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, she's what? pretty. Ghostbusters. That's bullshit. Okay. Yeah, I do not find her attractive Bullshit. at all. Ghostbusters. She's the yeah, nah, she's romantic not. lead in several movies. I know. She's kind of attractive in Ghostbusters. I don't know. Just straight up disagree with you. Anyway. Yeah, well, I don't find her attractive at all, so. But she's a good actress. Keymaster. Well, think about uh, she's Galaxy Quest. She's even more attractive in that one. I'm going to pull up Galaxy Quest. You're gonna I, get, I, you the one she did with Jennifer Love Hewitt? You, you will get a hard on Heartbreakers or something? Yeah, where they're like a I'm not sister, gonna get an erection daughter, daughter like bar combo. Yeah. What are you talking about? Harp so she did a movie with Jennifer Love Hewitt where they're just kinda of dirty and sexy. Nah, I don't find her attractive at all. And it doesn't really do anything for me. <laughs> yeah. Titties. Right. Standing by that one. Standing by that one. Alright. Alright, number seven, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh number six, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, I was trying to remember her name when I was doing my list. I couldn't think the of one, it. The, the, the one who Conan Bryant was going to play in the final <laughs> That was pretty funny. Then uh, number five, I have Walter Matthau. He was never attractive. Even young Walter Matthau was not attractive. <laughs> yeah, he was always melty. Number four, Kathy Bates. She's one ahead and then took off. Yeah. Because I, when I was researching it, I saw somebody who, who put Kathy Bates and they said, somebody replied saying, I don't think she's an appropriate choice because... She's not ugly, she's just fat. And I thought that was actually somewhat a, not of a bad... She's ugly. She's plenty ugly. She's not my fucking list. She's my number one. Plenty <laughs> <laughs> Real fucking ugly. <laughs> you, you're okay. You but I also like, I also like Rosie O'Donnell and Janet Reno. So yeah, <laughs> keep this in a... I want to dance. Uh, number three, uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Can't argue with that one. And number two, Hilary Swank. What? You, you huh? saw the uh, office. Where yeah, the office. Sense. The question was, is she hot? Not, would I do her? Tom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm dismissed by a few of the choices. So, um, huh? you, you, 
Hilary Swank has like horse face. <laughs> I'll give you like that. I can see that. I can see that before Sigourney Weaver. I'll be honest with you. Number ten for me is Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yes. He is a. He looks like Steven Tyler, who has been experimenting on genetically. <laughs> he is an ugly man. That's Especially in Spider Man, when he's starting to go crazy, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> tough guy, though. He's all scrawny. He's tough. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Christopher Walken. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's an ugly man. Never, never he, he was actually uglier when he was younger. Yeah, I think now that he's aged, like, now that he's not quite so taut, that's little. Number seven. Is, excuse me, number eight is John C. Riley. Yep. He is on all the lists. Uh, number six, excuse me, number seven, Tom Curry. Oh, uh, oh Tim Curry. Tim, uh, Tim Curry, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. ugly. I wrote, I wrote Tom Curry on my list, but it's Tim Curry. That he's pretty ugly. He's ugly. Yeah. Next, uh, this one's uglier when he's in drag. Yes, he is. <laughs> we all float. Next one, Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yeah, he's. <laughs> Next, I have da- Danny Trejo. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's been microwave. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, he's also, I think he's an excellent actor. That's the thing that kind of got him on the list. Uh, next is uh, my only female pick is Whoopi Goldberg. Hot dog, not a hollow. Ugly. Yeah. Atrociously ugly. Terrible actress, though. Next, this is one where you might, you might as well be able to fire back, though he was more attractive when he was younger, is Nick Nolte. No, no. <laughs> that'd be like fucking ridiculously Nick ugly. Nolte slash Gary Busey. Yeah. yeah, Gary. Oh boy, Gary Busey may be uglier. <laughs> he's uglier. He's uglier. <laughs> Gary Busey is a better choice. Uh, number two is Richard Keel. Richard Keel played Jaws in the James Bond movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Happy Gilmore, yeah. he was the the boss. Says, oh, Guns yeah. don't kill people, I kill people. Yeah, that's Richard Keel. Have you ever seen Ega? He was Ega. No, I've not seen Ega. <laughs> I will, though, now. That's like a 60s movie. It's pretty good. <laughs> and your number one? Number one, Michael Berryman. He's in The Hills Have Eyes, Star Trek Next Generation, Star Trek Four, Weird Science, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. All right. Okay, who was he? You will, you will rec- I guarantee you, almost guarantee you'll recognize him. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, he is the ugliest man ever in film. And he's, he's always in nut houses. Yep. He's always like a freak in a freak show for the poor guy. <laughs> Where is he from? He's from Los Angeles. L.A. But he does have hypohydrotic ectodermal dysplasia, a rare condition leaving him with no sweat glands, hair, fingernails, or teeth. Is so like a Nosferatu? That's what he looks like. <laughs> My number one, as you know, is Kathy Bates. I have uh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, he is up there both. you have any runners up? Um... Well, Michael Berryman is definitely the freakiest, most ugly-looking man ever in movies. And, uh, I, I only knew him because he played a Captain, I think it was Captain Ricks in the Star Trek Next Generation. He was a, like a bowling or something. Yeah, norm, normally they have to have like makeup, but they just painted him uh. a color. <laughs> See, uh, I have uh, Juliette Lewis, yeah. Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, I, I just uh, hate her. I don't know if she's ugly. Shelley Long. Oh, yeah. No, she's not that bad. Uh, Amy Sedaris. Yep, she's ugly. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, that's she's a tough one. Is but did you put her on as an actor or an actress? <laughs> actor. <laughs> Thank you. You are genetically correct. She's uh, genetically male, by the way. Felicity Huffman. Yeah, she's yeah, Trans America. Uh, Rosie Perez. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting choice. That's an interesting runners-up because I can kind of. Huh? 
Because she does kind of. If she didn't open her mouth, she. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as she talks, her her voice makes you hate (laughs) the Brooklyn Puerto Rican accent. And then uh, runner-up guys, uh, Danny DeVito, uh, William H Macy. Uh, Okay, he's well groomed. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Especially, especially the old Kevin Bacon that's in the ads that he's making now. <laughs> that was kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Kevin Spacey, Dustin Hoffman, Christopher Walken. I had a Marty Feldman. Oh, yeah. A high goal. Uh, Joan Cusack out of my list. <laughs> and Joe Pesci. Wasn't that one that Joan had, Cusack uh, would be the one that's more fat than ugly, wouldn't you think? I don't know. Her face is pretty ugly. Pretty gross. Well, this, but we also joked, I mean, like, theoretically, I would take Uma Thurman some days. I would take as a choice on this list. Some days she just looks bizarrely strange. Daryl Hannah. She's horrible. She's a man. <laughs> she probably does. I don't think she shaves her legs. I don't envision her shaving. <laughs> I, I think you're just still upset at me about Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> I am. Sigourney. There's actual anger in your eyes. <laughs> Felt the Tom scorn. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's it for uh, today's episode. Uh, go check out the website at www.pgpfilmcast.com. You can email us a list on that. Uh, yeah, go there and you can find our emails on there. And email us a list. Uh, Vote for the verses. Yep. Yeah, uh, you want to do it? I don't remember. <laughs> I have right. it here because it was my pick. Uh, you kept interrupting me, so. Did you want to do it? No. No, Quit playing with the Cubs uh, coasters, guys. Absorbent paper Don't Cubs it. coasters. <laughs> I believe these were not given to you. They were given to me. <laughs> this is my Christmas present. I had to keep them. But uh, so got these like next episode, uh, our top ten list is going to be top ten sidekicks. Be a good one. So short round might be on somebody's list. Mm-hmm. Short round will be on every list. Then uh, our retro review. Not going back too far, but uh, Mega Shark versus Giant, Giant Octopus on streaming, bitches. And our versus hours, I hope. <laughs> versus we have Spies Like Us versus Top Secret. That's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a tough one. I like both movies. Yeah. I think if I had to make a gut hunch, I would initially say I think I like Spies Like Us more. But I have not seen Top Secret in a while. Yeah. When you pick your uh, verses, you're gonna have to pick a Val Kilmer movie. Why are we done? Top Gun. Yeah, Top Secret. If you pick The Saint, though, I'm not going to be happy with you. <laughs> no, we have to discuss what I'm picking. That was for your retro review, though. Yeah, this is Versus we're talking. Yeah. I forgot what it was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the Heavenly Kid. I'm yes. so tired, Jerry says. Oh, God. Heavenly Kid. All right, well, that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay,